Hi, I'm Executive Coach James Ward, and this is Three Lesson Tuesday, a podcast where we explore real-world lessons and truths from the stories all around us. In today's conversation, we're exploring the story of Rip Van Winkle, originally written by Washington Irving. In case you're not familiar, Rip Van Winkle is a short story about a man that lived in New York before the American Revolution. One day, Rip goes into the mountains for some alone time. While he's there, he encounters some magical dwarves, gets drunk, and falls asleep, only to wake up 20 years later. He wakes up to find that he's now an old man with a long white beard. He reaches for his pistol and finds it rotting and rusty, and his dog is nowhere to be found. Eventually, he makes his way to his village to find that everything there has changed as well. His wife is dead. His children are grown. He doesn't recognize anyone. And now George Washington's portrait hangs in place of King George III at the pub he used to frequent. Talk about a totally different world. Now here in the recent weeks, many of us have awoken to a totally different world brought on by the coronavirus and COVID-19. And I believe there's a lot we can learn from the plight of Rip Van Winkle. My top three lessons are that number one, change is inevitable and the world will go on without or with our permission. See, Rip went into the mountains to avoid. He went to avoid his wife, to avoid his responsibilities, to avoid thoughts of the impending war, to avoid reality. And as he drank the magical liquor and fell asleep, he ended up avoiding most of his life. In the end, Rip still had to face the new world he woke up to. The only difference is that because of his choices, he faced it without his wife, without his friends, and even without his dog. I really believe that numbing ourselves to the reality of change, whether it be through distraction or intoxication, only delays and increases our eventual discomfort. Just like Rip, the world around us has changed for the foreseeable future, maybe even forever. Which brings me to lesson number two, and that is that we must accept reality so that we can move forward. I imagine Rip waking up and stretching his arms with a yawn, thinking it was a day like any other. What was the moment that he realized something was amiss? Maybe he caught a glimpse of his tattered clothing, or maybe he realized that there was a foot worth of gray hair hanging from his chin, or maybe he reached for his pistol um, to shoot at an animal and found it rotting and rusted. I imagine the shock and the initial paralysis he must have felt as he realized this new reality. Um, I could see him telling himself it's a bad dream as he tries to deny all this mounting evidence around him. You know, maybe he was angry with the dwarves or angry at himself. Maybe he cries out to the heavens seeking to bargain his way out. The sadness and depression he must have felt beginning to realize that the world he knew was gone. I imagine him eventually making a choice to take the one small step of making his way back to the village. Denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. It would make complete sense that Rip might have felt any of those emotions. The biggest difference though between his tale and ours is that he experienced this sudden change alone. Because of his advanced age, the people of his village treated him with grace and civility, allowing him the space necessary to heal, accept reality, and move forward. Yet, as this disease spreads through our world, I think what we're starting to see is that both fear and panic are contagious. The good news is, so is grace and civility. And that brings me to the third lesson, and it comes in the form of a question, what will you do today? Like Rip's choice to make his way back in the village, motivation tends to follow action. Action raises our energy level, and those higher energy levels reveal options. 
In times of great change, it's natural that we may want to wait to act until it feels right, to resign ourselves to wait and hope. Yet like Rip, I advocate for choosing one small step you can take forward. He woke up and after the initial shock subsided, made his way down the mountain to begin exploring his new reality. With his new awareness, he was able to find clarity and acknowledge what was happening. This brought focus to the situation and allowed him to see possibilities for getting on with his new normal. The same happens for us. If we huddle in a fetal position, ignoring or denying what our new normal is, we will be unable to see any options for moving forward and will be resigned to wait and hope for a brighter tomorrow. Like Rip, I advocate for choosing one small step you can take forward toward a life of your design. Dr. Martin Luther King once said, faith is taking the first step even when you don't see the whole staircase. For me, my small step forward into my new normal is this podcast. What will be yours? Maybe it's calling everyone you know and just checking in on them. Maybe it's turning off the news and going for a walk. Heck, maybe it's as simple as deciding to enjoy the experience of washing your hands. Whatever it may be, that small action will motivate you onward to more action. And with every small action you take, your energy will rise. As your energy rises, additional steps will reveal themselves. That's the difference between being a victim and being a victor. Once again, I am executive coach James Ward, and this has been Three Lesson Tuesday, a podcast where we explore real world lessons and truths from the stories all around us. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure to click subscribe button so that new episodes will automatically be downloaded to your device. And please help us reach a larger audience by leaving a rating or a review on your podcast player of choice. Thanks again for joining us, and I look forward to our future conversations.